Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This next conversation sort of applies in some ways because we're going to be talking about government policy and how it's supposed to do things to make things better for Canadians, but in a lot of instances, the exact opposite happens. We're going to be talking about, in this case, sex workers and um, the way that we govern that industry and some of the things that happen around it. And of course, you know, ostensibly, the rules, as I say, are designed to try and make things, well, primarily safer. That, that That's a big part of it for people working in sex work in Canada, right? And, that, and But we've got, it's a whole great it's really hard to even understand exactly what's allowed what isn't and how how does that actually affect the industry right and are we doing a good enough job or is this another instance where we're going to look back at what government tried to do and say you know what you missed the mark this is what you should be doing so let's find out we're going to have a conversation about this now with natalie brender who is the director of policy at the canadian public health health association natalie thank you so much for joining us today i really appreciate your time Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talk with you about this. Why don't we start, first of all, by, by, by getting the 101 on, on legality surrounding sex work in Canada? Because it's weird, right? I mean, it's not easy to figure it out. What is and what is not allowed in this country? What does the law say surrounding sex work? Yes, well, the law is indeed hard to understand. Um, the act that was brought in uh, in 2014, um, it is based on an ideological view of sex work as being intrinsically exploitative and therefore it aims to end or reduce the demand for sex work. Um, it criminalizes everything around sex work. It criminalizes benefiting from the provision of one's own sex work, buying it, communicating about it, advertising it, or assisting it in any way. Um, there is the provision that someone who sells his or her own sex work is immune from prosecution. So they're still committing a criminal act, but they're not to be prosecuted for it. But the context of everything else around this is indeed criminalized, which leads to many negative impacts for people who are doing this kind of work. And there's been a lot of work to try and get that changed. In fact, sex workers in Canada, we covered this story a while ago, petitioning the courts, I think it's in Ontario, right, to try and get more protection legally to change some of these rules. Yes, exactly. They did bring a lawsuit and in, to, in Ontario um, against the federal criminal code, and the Ontario judge rejected this right. yep. um, in ways that... Uh, really took very little account of what the sex workers were saying about the ways in which the laws harm their capacity to protect their own security and well-being. And so likely there will be a Supreme Court yeah. challenge within a year, I understand. Exactly. Which they will make this, cage, this, this case. Okay. Uh, and of course, we'll, we'll follow that along. Um, the current law, uh, or the laws, I guess, uh, they go back to 2014, right? Under the, under the Harper government, that's where sort of the latest legal wording around this all started? 
Yes, exactly. Okay. That that is yeah. That that act is um, that's is where the majority of provisions affecting sex workers um, are contained, and some additionally in the Immigration and and uh, Refugee Protection Act. Okay. Now you 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 make it the case that it, what's happened here is it's actually made things more dangerous. It, it it it's it's done the exact opposite of what it was meant to. What does it get wrong? Let's get into some specifics here. Where does it miss the mark? Well, it misses the mark um, by, in a lot of ways, making it much more dangerous for sex workers to do what they do. Uh, Because sex workers cannot advertise the terms of service in advance or screen customers, um, they end up being uh, in situations which can be obviously a danger to their security and could be averted if they were able to screen and, and control the terms of service. Um, because there's often a great deal of harassment mm-hmm. and um, by police, uh, often sex workers choose to work in more isolated locations where they are not close to others who could provide security and they're reluctant to call police when violence does occur. Um, also, of course, these conditions make it harder to um, practice safe sex and in lots of ways that, that are um, negative to their security and well-being. But those are just some of the things. Yeah, but there, I mean, you're, you can see exactly how it, it's sort of being counterproductive to what its end goals are, are meant to be. Um, when, when we talk about this, and you make a case in the piece that I, that I read, which I think is really interesting in terms of we need to get, the, we, there's so many things that we treat through the justice system when we shouldn't. We should be taking a look at this as a public health issue rather than a legal issue. That's the case that you, that's where you'd like to see us get, right? Absolutely. Yeah, this is one of many areas in which, you know, societal structures, institutions, laws are creating conditions that make people's health and well-being worse off. And, you know, it would be very easy to create a a different set of regulations and occupational health and safety regimes that um, provide a sensible and safe structure for sex work to happen in society and remove a lot of the negative impacts that are happening today. Natalie, how easy would it be? Are there other places we can look to and say, hey, listen, they've got it figured out, or at least they got a better plan than we do. How easy would it be? Uh, it would be really easy to look at, the exit. for example, uh, New Zealand, which in okay. 2013 completely decriminalized sex work for most sex workers, um, not for migrant workers, but for everyone else. Um, and they have kept this regime in the past 20 years, which shows its effectiveness. There have been it documented in research much better health outcomes for sex workers, much better employment and health and safety standards. Um, so it's been a great success there. There have also recently been in Belgium and in a province of Australia um, a move to completely dis- decriminalize uh, sex work for all people there. And uh, so, yes, this has been going on in other countries, and there's lots of reason to think it's much better off. I mean, aside from the legal challenge that was launched by the workers, where are we in terms of what governments are saying, doing? Are they looking at it? Does there seem to be a willingness to say, okay, we need to get this right? Do you anticipate progress? Well, there is certainly a recognition at the federal level um, by a recent justice committee that held, there was a mandatory review of, the um, the current sex work laws that was conducted a couple of years ago, and the Justice Committee looked at that and heard evidence and testimony from sex workers about the conditions they they live and work under, 
And they issued a report that said, yes, it is absolutely clear that the current system of laws um, pose substantial barriers to safety and well-being and contribute harm to sex workers by making it hard, more difficult for them to work in safety. Yeah. So, yes, this is being recognized now at the federal level. The well, government has not yet acted, right. but it's recognized. But that's a start. I mean, <laughs> first step to uh, you know fixing a problem is realizing you have a problem, right? That's what they always say. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and an important step has been to say that, look, you know, the, the health and well-being of sex workers matters. This is a group of Canadians who are citizens just like all of us or residents. And, you know, their, their health and well-being is not to be traded off for any other uh, larger yeah. societal goals, whatever those may be. Natalie makes good sense. Thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your time.